<laughs> Sorry it took us so long. We are having a little technical difficulty. But we are here. We are here. And I want to say we don't own the right to this song. Yes. Uh, Michelle Williams. Yes, we do not own the right to this song, but we are here. We have made it. Yes. Yes, we are here. We are here. <laughs> so happy that y'all on with us. Yes. Mm-hmm. We missed y'all. Yes. We were out for a week, right? A week. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah. Yes. How was everybody's Thanksgiving? And, you know, I did deep fry two turkeys. Yes. Yeah. They was good, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. We had a wonderful time for Thanksgiving. Um, we took a little time off just to enjoy family and, and some, a little downtime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, sometimes you need a break. Yeah. Not from you guys, but a break for ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> just a mental break. Yeah, hallelujah, glory. Sometimes you need to have a mental break, so. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to listen to this song a little bit. Uh, sorry again, came on a little late. Yes, we are here and we are live. Yes. Just uh, give a few minutes for a few more people to come on. Yes. All right, we are here. (laughs) Anyway, like I said, we had a pretty good Thanksgiving. Yeah, we took a little time off to enjoy each other, enjoy family, and you know. Yeah. And like I said again, we do not own the right to the song. Um, it's Oh Holy Night by Michelle Williams. I think that she makes the best version of this song ever. I really do. That's my opinion. She has a beautiful voice. I don't know why she has had any issues with her voice. Uh, but she sings this song very beautifully. Yes. Um, but anyway, um, we're going to get ready. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Marriage Cafe, where yeah, marriages come, come alive through the, the Word of God. God. I am Prophetess Loretta Pittman. And I'm Bishop William Pittman. And we are here. We are live. We are live. We are live. And, you know, if you're here with us, we just say welcome. We don't do like the single shout outs and all of those things um, no more because, you know, we're podcasting and stuff. But we just want you to know that you are welcome and we are grateful that you are here with us mm-hmm. and that you are watching, um, yes. listening. And uh, yeah, it's all good. Don't she do it just so <laughs> wonderful? Let's just go to the Lord in prayer. Okay, we got to go to God in prayer. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Dear Lord, we're so thankful and uh, so grateful we have another opportunity to go live tonight, yes, Lord. Yes, we do. And, uh, we just thank you and just pray for each and every one that tunes in tonight to yes. this podcast. Yes. And Lord, we thank you again for giving us this opportunity to speak uh, what you want us to say. Yes. And just about life and marriage and singles and all that good stuff. Lord, we just thank you so much. And uh, give us the words to say tonight. Let us Let us have a wonderful and blessed evening. And uh, we thank you again in Jesus' name. We pray. Jesus name. Amen. 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 Like we said, we are well. We welcome you. We thank yes. you for being here tonight. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, we had a great 
Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we was off for like a week. Um, it mm-hmm. seemed like we were off for two weeks. So we only really was off really a week. Yeah. And um, But we just had so much fun. We had like some family members that came through that we haven't seen in a long yeah. time. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom and everybody came and we cooked um, like three turkeys. Like we mm-hmm. had one baked turkey. My daughter baked yeah. the turkey. And then my husband, you know, two deep Bishop, fried. Yeah, he, he deep fried oil. two turkeys. So it was like mm-hmm. more than enough food. We had oh, yeah. so much food. Oh my God, people took food home and mm-hmm. they ate food here. And even with them taking food home, we still had a ton of food left. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, it took us a while to finish it. Oh yeah, but uh, mm-hmm. we finished it. I think it. I put on a few <laughs> extra pounds. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we I all think put on do around holidays and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, we all put on a few Mm -hmm. extra pounds, but it was all good. (laughs) It was for a good cause, let's say that. Oh, yeah. You know what, though? This season, this time, we always talk about it. But you know what? You just want to enjoy family. You know, you think about it, and it's it's touching, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I love, um, I don't know. i just always been like a family man. Yeah, so I was talking to my I was talking to my grown children about this, and I was saying, like, when I was growing up, it was just me, my mom, and my sister. Mm-hmm. And I would always say, you know, I wanted a family. And I wanted more than just one, you know. Because me and my sister, is like, you know, when she passed away, it was like I was alone. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, nah, I don't want my children to be, like, alone. So I wanted more than one child. Yes. So, and, and God did that for me. You know, I had four. Mm-hmm. You know, and I thank God for all of them. Yes. But now, since they got grown and they all got these attitudes and mm. all this stuff, Jesus. oh, man, I don't know if I wanted children. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was just joking, y'all. But, you know, when Everybody people get grow grown... Up. Yeah. That's right. You know, you don't up. want them to grow up. But mm-hmm. when they grow up, everybody, you know, they have their own attitude, their own yeah, way they of own life. Opinion, and they got to live, with, yeah. you know, they got to grow up. They got to live their own yeah, lives, they you, own, know? you know. And uh, sometimes so. when when they do grow up and get grown and graduate, mm-hmm. you really don't want them to leave home because you're attached to them. Yes. But you got to let them go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Them you got to ex- let them experience do what life. And I started looking at this, and this, I didn't plan on going here. You know, I always say that, girl. Yeah. But you know, it's wherever God leads me, and um, uh-huh. and it's somehow when they get grown, you just never know where life's gonna take them. But when you hold on to them and you shelter them, uh-huh. it's like when they go out there to experience life, they don't know. Yes. But I looked at it another way today. It came to me. It's not that you know, like when you stay home and you're not really sheltered, if you give them responsibilities. As they growing up, yeah, they not sheltered mm-hmm. because you teaching them how to live. And it was mm-hmm. like some people would say to us, like me and my wife, we made our children, you know, when they got a job, they helped us pay bills, they help us pay rent, mm-hmm. they you know, they wash their own clothes, they cook for themselves, they mm-hmm. do all this. This is what you're supposed to do as parents, yeah, because what you do, you training them up what yes. they should do so when they get out there on their own it's like wow that's not a shock yes. because you've been teaching them all this yeah, stuff train them up and the there's nothing wrong with them. taking it to another level yes you know your son your daughter should see what you do for a living yes you know what i'm saying take them there let them get some experience let yeah. them learn and see what you do and it's not like they just the yeah you buying them gifts and presents and all this and stuff they and they haven't worked for it Right. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now you telling them when they get grown, oh, I don't have to work for any 
everything. It yeah. was all given to me. Mm-hmm. Now these like like when you got rich children mm-hmm. and their parents leave Privileged. them all yeah. Yes. And they leave them all this money and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And they can't handle it. Yep. You know, because you you haven't taught them anything. This yeah. is what I'm trying to say tonight. Mm-hmm. It's just like being in the church or you know, you know, supposed to, you're supposed to know God. Yeah. So you got to learn something about him. Mm-hmm. You got to read something. You got to study. You got to grow into the word of God. Yes. And it's not just knowing it. You got to start living it. Mm-hmm. So life is the same way. Mm-hmm. You got to, you know, go out there and live life. But you really don't have to leave home. Yes. You Nobody's keeping you prisoner in your home. You can still go out. Home is just your base. Mm-hmm. You got a place to come back to. Yes. And that's what... um. Uh, that's just for me tonight. You know mm-hmm. what I want. I just wanted to share that with you. You know, a lot of people like when we was growing up, as far as you know, black people stuff like that. When you get eighteen, you got to get out. Yeah, like, no, you don't have to. You if don't. that child is not ready to leave home, mm-hmm. then why push them out? You know, exactly. they may want to go to college. Yeah. They want may want to stay home for a little while because they got out of school. Mm-hmm. They got to get their mind right. Yeah. You know, or do what you know. Mm-hmm. Give them rest a little bit and let them you figure out what they want to do and you figure out this thing together and they go in the direction they want to go. Then plan on going there, y'all. <laughs> but go ahead, properties. You exactly. know me. My husband is so sentimental when it comes to family. I am. I he love does, family. Yeah, he does. And and not to say that I don't or anybody else don't. It's just that uh She don't. She yeah, don't that, love family. No, I'm playing. That, I just that is not true. <laughs> we love <laughs> we, we love family. Yes, we do. I believe, you know. We all love family. And, we do. And we always. I know that. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I was just messing with some of us more than others. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, you know, some family members you love more than others. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, some guess. you can you can do without right. when they come around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on, y'all. Let's be real. Some family members you know yourself. <laughs> you don't want to see them. But you you tolerate them because of another family member. Oh, I got to put up with this. Well, you tolerate them because they're family. Right. Well, true. You know what I'm saying? Not because of another family member. I'm just saying, you know. But, yeah, but yeah. you know, it's some family but members. Anyway. Come on now. Let's be real. Some family members you don't care about seeing. No, it's not true. Well, I guess yeah, it is. Yeah, right. Like, once I got some. some. I'm gonna tell y'all the someone truth. Someone that's done you dirty. Right. I got some. I really don't care about seeing. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But then I got some. I love seeing. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. That's all. Just be honest. Yeah. Just only someone that done you dirty. I mean, the yeah. most 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 of the family that I have that's mm-hmm. around me, I love them. They already know that. Mm-hmm. And if they don't know that, you know it now. So. I love it. We love y'all. <laughs> if you're watching, you know it. Yeah. So you want to go first, or you want me to go first? Well. Um, yeah, go you ahead. Go first? Yeah, that's fine. All right. We had a, just various we topics just, that we're going to kind of deal with tonight. We just want to have some fun with y'all. Yeah. You know, if y'all got any questions or anything, it's okay to ask them and then I can, you know, just say them out loud and kind of just, you know, go from there if you mm-hmm. have any um, that you want to post. But, um, yeah, no, we just want to have the, some, read the some fun. First. Let's read the scriptures first. Get well, no, basics. because oh, no. you're you dealing with first? a certain subject and it kind of goes hand in hand All with right, what well, I have here. So Come on. All right, let me go first. Right. So I want to talk to, um, you know, we've been there before, but I want to talk to like um, single people, married people, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those looking to be married. Exactly. You're working on it. And I thought about something today mm-hmm. because God gave me like these books to read and I was reading this book and the man says, so you want to date my daughter? You know, it was going in that direction. But then I thought about it, something. Uh, I saw a, a message I preached on. And I preached on, you know, the seven things that God hates, you know, and I was like, Lord, where are you going with 
where we're going, you know, what direction we're going in this. So I thought about it. The basics of seven things that God hates and God says, you know, seven things is this. It's in Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16 uh, through 19. Mm -hmm. It says, one, a proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that divides wicked imagination, mm -hmm. false witness, uh, sowing discord amongst the brethren, abomination unto him. These are the seven things. And then when I looked that at that, does go hand in with my scripture. Right. And then I didn't know that. But then, <laughs> um, and then you look up the definition of it. It says things that cause disgust or, you know, hate it. God, God don't want you to do things that disgust him or, you know, things that he hates. So he's telling you those are abomination. Mm -hmm. Right. So I thought about that. So tonight I was talking a little bit about two single married folks. You know, about dating. I want to talk a little bit about dating. And you say, you know, how did this go hand in hand? And then I thought about the seven things that God hates. Did you ever think about in a relationship, seven things that you hate? Mm. If God already hates these things, then you shouldn't even be looking at a person when you already know he's doing those things. Mm. Uh, you didn't think I'd twist that around, did no, you? No, that's good. That's so good. That's good. God give us rules and regular, you know, and, uh, uh, well, I would say precept upon precepts. Mm -hmm. When you start looking at it, if you got a base to go by, mm -hmm. God's laws and God seven things that He hates. You know that give you a base. So when you go out and you're talking about you dating somebody, that's a base. You should have a base that you look at this person and you say, you know what? I'm not going to deal with this person. Mm -hmm. I already got a warning. So these seven things that God hates is a warning. Mm -hmm. Don't mess with that. Don't do that. So in other and words, that's a baseline. Go, yeah, that's a baseline. Or what you're looking so for. You know, you, or what God is saying you should be looking for. Oh, no. This is a baseline you should be looking this should be your warning sign when gotcha. you see the person. Okay, okay. If he's so, doing these things, okay. you'd be like, no, I'm going to leave this alone. Oh, that's that's what I'm saying. Yes. We never think about that in dating. Mm -hmm. That We always talk about it all the time that God give us warnings. Yes, he gives us warnings. You see signs about a person and you, you still go into it. Right. You still go. But you already had the warning sign to leave this person alone. You right. see he's a liar. Mm -hmm. You see you know, all the stuff that he do. Yeah. And, well, what's and, that seven list? That list again. Right. That's so what I'm saying. So, so, a proud look. Okay. Lying mm -hmm. tongue. Be lying tongue. So hands that shed innocent blood. Okay. Starting trouble. A heart that divides wicked imagination. That divides your family. Uh, false witness. Mm, so, liar again. So discord amongst the brethren. Starting trouble again. Mm, an abomination unto him. So it sounds like me. All that is lying and starting trouble. Yeah. Mm. So you got a person you supposed to be you trying to date. I mean, you want to date him, and, and he's already got these seven things going well, on. He's showing you those signs. Exactly. Signs. So you need to leave him alone. That's good. So now, I wrote seven things That's really good. that I think you shouldn't do in dating. Mm -hmm. Seven things okay. I think you Watch out. shouldn't do in dating. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to give you my seven. All right. One, keep yourself from being compromised mm. from a compromising position. So when you're going on a date and this person asking you to do something that you shouldn't do, you know, uh, and then I had a pastor friend, a pastor we was under, he would say this. If you're single, you should always, your first date, you should go out and be around people. Right. You shouldn't be meeting a person mm -hmm. at your house, mm -hmm. your first date. Mm -hmm. You know, he should know your address, where you live, all that stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You don't know people nowadays. Mm -hmm. And don't be meeting this person 
you know, in his car or something, you just one-on-one. You should be meeting around people. Yes. Or, you know, if, if your family having a party go on at somebody else's house or whatever, have him meet over there. Mm-hmm. You know, something where y'all, you know, you, you know, you're not by yourself. You're yes. not putting yourself in a compromising position. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to tell mm-hmm. you. You know, at night, you know, you have him take you home and he's in your house. No, he shouldn't be in your house. Yes. Because we know men. Men going to start wanting to kiss, mm. touch, hold hands. And, and where that going to lead if you ain't had a man in a while. Mm-hmm. Or this your first, you know, date right. you went on. So, you know, some people yeah. that might. Especially yeah. if you haven't been on one in yeah. a while. So and yeah. then you know how some people would say, oh, I ain't going to do nothing with him. Yes. And he started getting in there. Oh, can I take my jacket off? Mm. Then you started looking at his muscles and all this kind of <laughs> stuff. Then you started getting hot and bothered. And then it's going to lead to something else. But you, you kept saying to yourself, I can handle this. I can handle this. And she's showing you a little thigh and everything, mm. you know, getting all comfortable. Right. And can I have a glass of wine or mm-hmm. something like this? Okay. And then that's all it takes is that. Yes, that's but all you it say, takes. But you say, know, you're a man or a woman of God. You, When you're looking at dating... You're not just looking at a person you're going out with. You're trying to get to know this person. Mm-hmm. And then you're you looking at a person to be to marry. Yes. To marry, to be your friend. Dating should be collecting data. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. That means collecting information. I don't understand people who go on a date and then they don't know nothing about this person that they just went mm-hmm. on a date on. You know, the first thing, you know, especially the young people, mm-hmm. the first thing they'll say is, Oh, we didn't get to that part yet. Or, oh, we didn't talk about that yet. Well, what you mean? You mm-hmm. supposed to be collecting data on this person. You supposed to be trying to find out, okay, I mean, you know, you may not do everything on a first date. But mm-hmm. at some point, you should be asking some more questions, trying to find out questions. about the person. You know, because mm-hmm. you got to get to know a person before you can really, you know, call yourself, you know, looking towards that person for marriage. Because really dating, like we said, is collecting data. Mm-hmm. And also, too, it's really about an interview. You're interviewing someone to be a possible mate. Because you shouldn't be looking to just be dating somebody for forever. Mm-hmm. Or being engaged forever. Mm-hmm. You should be looking for a husband or wife. Right. If that's what you're looking for. So don't put yourself in a compromising position. Mm-hmm. That's my number one. Mm-hmm. Number two. Sex is not a part of dating. Mm -hmm. You know, you shouldn't be talking about, uh, you know, intimacy, sex. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? On your first date. Or, you know, there's a time you, you know, you go and talk about that. You ain't even been friends yet. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You don't even know this person. You Mm -hmm. don't know the person family and all this. So you You got to start doing your homework. Yeah. My thing is you don't know a person's health history. Exactly. Long enough. To decide, you just want to jump in the bed with them. And then the ones too, the ones that meet people on Facebook that mm-hmm. don't know them, and you take them at face value. Mm-hmm. This is the problem I had. <laughs> this is the part that was bothering oh, that's me. Good. You meet people online, and, and you're gonna act like you know them because you just talk to them online. Yeah. You don't know that person. You don't. You don't know that person mindset. You don't know what that person is all about. You yes. don't know what that person did in life, mm-hmm. and you taking it. Oh, he seems so nice online, mm-hmm. or she's so wonderful. You know. She just talks so nice, mm-hmm. and she dressed nice, and she looked good. 
don't you know those could be the worst people in the world? Yes. Because of what they do. And I was telling my wife earlier, you remember how when you first was dating somebody and you was going out, you want to put your best foot forward. Yeah. You want to look good, wanna, smell good. Yes. And, and it. And then you just, oh man, your game is up. Mm -hmm. I thought about it too. Uh, you imagine, imagine now when y'all, come on now, don't act like y'all this old now. Y'all ain't <laughs> never did nothing That's in life. Right. What about when y'all was, when y'all was going to the club? Mm. When you go to the club, you don't go all scruff and stink and wearing your worst club <laughs> exactly. when, clothes. When you go to the That's club, right. you mm -hmm. be smelling good. Yep. You ready. And then, you know what? Because club, when we was going out, club didn't start till like, what, 11, 12 o'clock at night? That's right. So we, 10 o'clock, 9, right. 10 o'clock, we getting dressed. Yeah, we getting dressed. Not like we getting, we getting dressed like we going to church. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to make sure you done shaved, you done cleaned up, you done did everything. Yes. But you putting your best foot forward. I'm mm -hmm. going out. Yes. I don't know who I'm going to meet tonight. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to get me somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When you were dating, come on now. Mm -hmm. Come on, somebody. That's right. So yeah. now you put your best foot forward. Yes. So you got to know in the dating game, this person smelling good, looking good. This might be the only day he ever cleaned up, yep. looking good. Because he, he want him somebody yes. and he going to get this person tonight. Somebody. That's right. Come on now. Or she Come planning on. on meeting somebody. Come on now. Mm -hmm. So, yep. but in dating, you're a man or woman of God. Sex <laughs> is not a part of dating. That's right. Sex is not a part of dating. I would say that and Pastor Loretta would always get on me. She'd say, I said, no, I want to try it first before oh, yeah. I buy it. Oh, yeah. That was your motto. Right, that was motto me. was try it before you... Yeah. I was like, how do you know how a woman... I said, you know, I'm going to have to take this up to with the Lord. I got to talk to him. How do you know how a woman is if you don't try it first? Now, what are you you're saying? asking me, that was the, you know... That was the way he thought? You're asking me to buy the cow before you even let me try the milk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But no, that's not of God though. No. So in dating, you ain't need to. You don't need to try no milk. You gotta buy this cow first. This is how. This is how God <laughs> operates. You gotta buy the cow first, then you get the milk. But everybody else doing it nowadays with this new, you know, system they got. Yes. They want the milk first yes. before they buy the cow. That's, that's right. out of order. That's, that's not right. God's way. <laughs> that's right. That's man's not. way. That's, that's your flesh. That's yes. lust. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's what man would say. You know, cause that's how I know man didn't write the Bible. You know, some of the things in the Bible well, man know, wouldn't do. That's true, but you got some women out here who think that's oh, true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah, yeah. There was a woman that was saying this, mm -hmm. you know, there was some conversation that was on Facebook and another group, and she was saying, well, she think it's better for you to sleep with the person first and know because what if you get married to the person and you haven't tried him, and mm -hmm. then he's not satisfactory. You know, he doesn't satisfy mm -hmm. you in the bedroom and all those kind of things, so. That's between you and God. That is, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? What I'm that's saying. the way I used to think. You got some men that's I mean, women I that think, think that way as well. I used to think that's that way. Not the way that but you know what, it. though? I can honestly say when I was going out partying and doing those things, a lot of stuff I did, God had to save me from me. Oh, yes. All that he did. sleeping around, messing around, and doing all that stuff I was doing. Y'all, I was uh, something well, else. How much was you doing? Not a, not a whole <laughs> lot. I don't mean all that. But I do mean I was doing some things that, you know, God saved me from me. Is it too you late know, now? We've been married me. over 30 years. He know me. Pastor Loretta did some things too. Don't act like she was all this all I was life. not doing no. anything. I was innocent. Yeah, right. To proving guilty, I was innocent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, we ain't gonna try to prove that tonight. <laughs> 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 We're gonna move on from that. Ooh, whatever. Okay. No. 
But you know what though? God, I know for a fact, God put us together. So it was <laughs> yes, different. He did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he God saved you from you. <laughs> Is anybody out there? Sometimes God saved us from ourselves. Yes, Some Lord. of the stuff we was headed, you mm-hmm. know, and doing. Oh, thank That's you, right. Lord. God saved you from yeah, you. Yeah, I know He saved me from me. Yes, He did. Because I was doing some foolish stuff. Mm. You know? But anyway, thank God. Let's move on. Thank God for the So delivery. number two, sex is not a part of dating. So it's, let that person know I'm not that type of man or not that type of woman. Yeah, we have an understanding the of Lord. that. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Sex is not a part of dating. Yeah. Tell you that again. That's my last time saying it. Number three, on a date, you should not be holding hands or kissing. This is one of the problems. A lot of people say, you know, on my first date, should I hold, should we hold hands or kiss? No, you shouldn't be holding hands or kissing on a first date. Not on a first date. Not on a first date. Like I said, you don't need to know people's health history. Yeah. You don't know where his lips been or hers. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's just if you. And then you don't want it back in the day, you know, a woman would, I'm not easy. Yeah. You know, if you start doing it on the first date, he already know the third day he going to get him some. You know, yeah. he well, holding hands, right touching with me, squeezing with me and, and all Bishop, that. Believe me, he waited three months. Three to six months. She made me wait, y'all. That's right. I ain't want to wait. Three months. Nah, nah. But you know what, though? Definitely three months. months. I know that. It was like, when I met Pastor Loretta, it was like, you know, we was young. Mm-hmm. And we was like, we went to the movies. We had fun. We yep. did things together. Y'all really didn't think about, like, sex with her. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because when I, okay, like, when I met Pastor Loretta, I had just broke up from another girl in North Carolina, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. I really wasn't looking for no girlfriend. Right, and I wasn't you know looking for saying? no boyfriend either, so, period. So, when I met her, it was like, I wasn't playing no, I wasn't looking for a woman mm-hmm. or that, that. So, I didn't plan it. That's how I know God put us together. Yeah. And I knew a grandmother. Yeah, and, we neither, and that, the thing was, I know that neither one yeah. of us was looking. Because no. when I, I had just broke up, too, from my daughter's father... Mm-hmm. And um, when I went to visit my grandmother for the summer in 85, because we met the summer of 85, mm-hmm. when I went to go visit my grandmother for the summer, I had just broke up with him before school was out mm-hmm. that summer. And, and I was like, I don't want to be bothered with no more guys. It was just going to be me and my daughter. I was going to take care of her, focus on her. And that's what we was going to do. That was my mm-hmm. plan. And then we met. Yep. And we started, you know, mm-hmm. the whole family just loved me. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we just started. Um, you know, I was coming up from Atlantic City to Philadelphia. Yeah, my grandma you know, knew him since he was a boy. Ever since, ever since I was eleven years yeah, old. Yeah, so you know, you know, my mom they and her were grandmother. Yeah, they worked they together. Were best friends in a restaurant. So mm-hmm. I met him. It was called Friendly's Restaurant in Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. And um, we would, I would go there and bust the tables, wash dishes, and help out. And that's how I know I got to know a grandmother. Yes, you know. Yeah, and um. So, I mean, so even though me. when he came to visit one time by bringing my my grandma to Philly, mm-hmm. um, that very first time he ever brought her to Philly, when I saw him, the Holy Spirit spoke to me then that that was my husband. Mm-hmm. But we didn't get to really meet each other until that next summer, which was the summer of 85, because I had my daughter in October of 84. Mm-hmm. And so um, he came and brought my grandma up, I think sometime around like the holidays. I think it was around the holidays yep. that you brought her up. Yep. Yep. And I saw him and I was like, oh my God, that's my husband. And mm-hmm. then my and then Tina was like, which was my sister at the time, she was like, well, she was like, how you know? I said, I don't know, but that's my husband. So we never talked or went out or seen each other, we, none of that, mm-hmm. until we met again in 85 of uh, summer of 85. Yep. Ruby, Ruby was like, I think like eight months old or mm-hmm. something like that. 
Yeah, let me see. Yeah, somewhere in there. She was getting yeah. ready to be one soon in October. But we met the summer of 85. And, um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's how I went. Yes, I <laughs> so, it was three, like I said, we dated for three months before mm-hmm. anything happened between us. I mean, anything. Yeah. Three months. We had to get to know each other. I didn't know him. He didn't know me. Mm-hmm. You know, we had to get to know each other. So, you know. And it was all good. It was God's doing. Mm-hmm. And Amen. then it was three years before we got married. Yep. So, you know, mm-hmm. you would we were shacking. Well, we didn't shack for three years. We only, I know. We only shacked for one. <laughs> we only shacked for like one or two years. That's what we would say. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. But you know what? But that's what it was. was. We didn't know. No, I mean, we were young. We yeah. didn't know it was stupid. And then not only that, you know, they never taught that in church. Mm-hmm. You know, we never heard it in church. We was going to church, but. I never heard it. They never talk about sex in church. I never heard anything about sex at church. Baptist church never talk about sex or money. Yeah. But they all did it. They all partied. Yeah, they all was doing it, but nobody was talking about it. They don't talk about it. Back then, they didn't talk about it in church. Let's be real. Not like we talk about it today. Yeah, so we didn't know, but until the Lord brought Mm -hmm. it to us, the Lord Lord did bring it to our attention that we were living in sin. But you know what? Nowadays, it's different. You need to talk about sex. You need to talk about money. You need to talk about not hiding these things because that's why children and people are being misled because mm-hmm. nobody back then they didn't want to talk about it but everybody was doing it yeah. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and it's a part of life sex is a beautiful thing yes. money is you know they said we, we used to go back in the day i don't know why i'm going there said money is the root of all evil right. no the bible didn't say that no. the bible says the love of it that's right is the root of all loving evil. it more than you love god and exactly. people and doing anything for it even if even even killing for it mm-hmm. that is called the love of money right okay when you're willing to murder somebody for money mm-hmm. or rob them or hurt them in any kind of way yeah you love money more than you love people or anybody you know so yeah definitely all right so let me just get back to go ahead get back to what you were number saying number three okay so that was number three all right your first date you shouldn't be holding hands or kissing mm, that's now, right number four uh when you dating somebody you're supposed to be looking for a person for um, marriage potential. See, you know, is this marriage a person material. that you, right? Married, you know, potential yeah. or married material? Yeah, marriage material. You know, a person that you what you should be saying to yourself: Do I want to um, make a go at this? Do I want to spend the rest of my life with this, this person? person? Yeah. Am I just wasting my time? Yes. Or, mm-hmm. Like I said, you already had this. You you know what God hates. Yes. And then I'm giving you seven things that you should be looking at. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and getting involved with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know. So, you know, you should say, hey, no, I'm not going to waste time with this person. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to cut this off. Mm -hmm. But some people, they get um, like, oh, I ain't had a person in a while. Or this guy is the first guy that ever asked me to go out. Mm -hmm. Just because he's the first one, you don't know if he's the right one. I mean, you know, you don't know this person like that. So I'm just saying, just be aware. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're looking for a person that's going. Yeah. Do that person possess the qualities you want in a man or a woman? Help me, Pastor. Do they possess that? Do they, are they a caretaker? Are they a person who go to work? Because you got some people who don't want to work. Okay. But then they talk about, oh, I'm getting married to him. But yeah, he don't want to work. And then you're going to be complaining about he ain't out there making no money because he ain't helping you. But yet you talking about getting married to him. I mean, I don't understand that. Is that. The list of things that you had on your on your you know on your agenda in order you know for as a marriage potential mm-hmm. you know a person that you're potentially wanting to marry you know do this person um, clean up after themselves do they cook for you do they mm-hmm. do they do anything other than wanting you to do everything for them you mm-hmm. know are they selfish 
You know, are they looking only for you to do something for them? Are they trying to separate you from your family members and those kind of things? You know, what is it that you're looking for in a husband or a wife? Mm-hmm. You know, what is that potential? What is, do that wife know how to cook? Do she know how to iron clothes? Do she take care of her kids? Do she, I mean, if she has any, you know, uh, do she comb her hair? You know, <laughs> you know, do she keep herself groomed and looking nice and smelling beautiful and those kind of things? I mean, all of those things should go into what you're looking for in that spouse that yep. you're you're seeking to Marriage have. potential. Yeah. So, that's number four. And do they know God? Do they know who God is? Mm. What God do they serve? Everybody don't serve the same one. So you need to to know those things. You know, I think that's so important. Mm. So now, number five, in dating a person, you're going to find out, like you said, uh, become better acquaintance uh, acquaintance with the person. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, do this person lie? Mm -hmm. You know? uh, What are they family relationships? Exactly. So you're supposed to find out yeah. all these things yes. in the dating process. Yes. You're supposed to ask questions. If a person get offended, why are you asking me all these questions and all that? Yeah. No, he and should want to know about and you. And that is not the person. And, and, and they're going to get offended. You should, yeah, yeah, you should want to know about him. Yeah. That's what dating is all about. Collecting about each other, data. Telling the truth. Exactly. Finding out facts. Yes. And finding out this person really you know, finding out about what them, he's doing. And they should be finding out about exactly. you. And you should be open and willing to tell them, you know, you know about you and, you know, and all of those things. You know, you know because the deal, you remember back in the day, they would say a lot of guys, when they take uh, girls out, they would say, hey, you know, I work at this place. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I get paid every Friday. I got my own car, my own place. Yeah. And you find out he living with his mama and all this kind of right, stuff. Right, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Or whatever. Or he's going lying. So yeah. you gotta find out. Become yeah. better acquaintance with yes. a person. Mm-hmm. You know, ask those questions. Yes. Because you know, basically, what you get in a man or you get in a woman when you're mm-hmm. first dating them is what you're going to get after you marry them. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, not too much more you. is going to change. Mm-mm. Unless this person just lying all the way, you know. Because some people will tell you anything to get you in bed. That's what I'm trying to tell you tonight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, a man will lie. He will do whatever. The Bible says every man is a lie. So if the Bible says that, you should look at every man as a lie. When you go on a date, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You don't know this person. Yes. You just know what he's telling you. Right. It's like like you said, on an interview. When you go on an interview, that inter- that person they're interviewing you only know what that paper is now, saying. Now you, you just, put down. That's right. And you just said something. Now, mm-hmm. I find it funny that you're willing to go and tell an employer about yourself. But you're not willing to let that, you're not willing to share yourself or to ask questions of the person that you're looking to be with. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. You give more information to a potential employer than you would a person you're looking to be married to. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense to me. They become better acquainted. Yeah. But you know, even now back to that, even when you go on an interview, a lot of people lie now. Yes. They made up degrees. They did all mm-hmm. this to get this job, and they find out later on it, it was a lie. Right. One of the degrees were fake or whatever right. it may be. But I'm but talking I'm about those saying, that's telling the truth. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Yeah. All this is in the interview. It is. It's it in is. the dating game. Yeah. You got to find out. People do lie. Yeah. Well, they do. You know, they lie it on Facebook. They lie when they go out. They lie. They tell you anything to get you in bed. That's all I'm saying. Yes. You know. So. Become better acquaintance. Get to know this person. Fill them out. Pray about it. Ask God about it. Yes, That's God what people don't want to do. Him, you ask God about a person, he surely will show you. And then number six, I got a good one. Number six here. Stay focused and you are not, um, don't let people break your schedule. Okay. You notice how 
you focus, you say, I'm going to go to college, I'm going to make something out of myself, I'm going to do this or do that. And then all of a sudden, this person shows up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or a situation. Or a situation where you meet this person mm-hmm. and then you lose yourself. Yeah. Stuff that you have planned yeah. to do, yes. you're not doing anymore because you met this person. Yeah, because yeah, sometimes a person can take you off course. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah. So you got to stay focused and you got to you gotta really pray and ask God, is this the one? Mm-hmm. And you done made your plans, you set your goals, yeah. and you say, you know what, I'm about to go, I'm going to go to school, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, I'm moving or whatever it may be. And all of a sudden this person shows up and you stop doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You lose yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want to do that. And then you look back five, ten years down the, you know, back and you say, man, I didn't do nothing that I set out to do. Mm-hmm. Why? Your husband, your children, or dating, or whatever you're doing, that person should not change your life mm-hmm. like that. You know, you become one. He should add to you, or she should add to you, and say, you know what? I want to help you in this area. Yeah. If this was your goal or your dream to go to school or have the business, let's work it out together. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I can help you in that area, and we're going to go and build something together. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? This yeah. is what marriage is. When 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 you, you want to build something together, you want to grow together. And then you look back over the years, you be like, oh, man, we did this mm-hmm. with, you know, with God on our side. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? and that's true. So, yeah. And then the other thing, dating, you got to stay focused and you got to realize as a woman that you are special cargo. Yes. God loves you. Mm-hmm. You're a prince. Yes. And you're a man. You're a king. Mm-hmm. Princess. So, right. Princess. <laughs> oh, there you go. My fault. That's so right. anyway, what I'm saying, yes. you got to know. My wife would throw that word around, and I love what she say, you know, when you talk about children and stuff like that, and uh, we're talking about going in business and and, uh, getting a daycare and stuff like that, and think about you dealing with somebody else's children, that's special cargo, that's the word we would throw around, you know, and I say that, I was like, man, that's good, precious cargo, so you talk about precious cargo. Yes. When you talk about dating somebody, you're talking about somebody's emotions, their feelings, and living the rest of their life with them and knowing about them and caring about them and yes. you love this person. That person is special to you. Mm-hmm. So if yes. that person is special to you, how, why are you treating them bad? Why do you want to argue with them? Why do you want to, you know, fight with them? Yes. And stuff like this. Once they get together. And I was telling, my, I was telling you earlier. Mm-hmm. If somehow when you're dating somebody... You'll treat them. You go all out your way. You you talk nice to them. Mm-hmm. You're not going to fuss them out, cuss them out, and do all these things. You're going to make sure that you do everything possible to win this person over. Mm-hmm. But now, as soon as you get them, it's like, oh, I can talk to her any kind of way. I can do what I want to do because now we didn't slept together or yes. whatever. Now, I can treat them any kind of way. I can disrespect her or him or whatever come home and I feel like it and not come home yes. and do whatever I want to do. Why? Cuz mm-hmm. I didn't ha- I got you now. Mm-hmm. It's no commitment there. I didn't got her. Yeah. You know, now I'm going find me somebody else. If mm-hmm. she don't if she don't treat me right, I'm gone now. But she, but while you was dating, it was a different ball game. Yes. You know, hey, I got to be good until I get her. Right. And there's some men that think <laughs> like that. That's why but you should be wait. But you should not be playing with people's emotions mm-hmm. and their feelings. People get hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you, you you talking about somebody's life and and you know, and I I don't blame people. When I look at life, I don't blame people when they you know, it's sad to say they hurt somebody or yes. they even possibly kill somebody because you're playing with their emotions and their feelings. Mm-hmm. And you don't understand. You, When a person loves you, they give their heart to you, and all of a sudden you break their heart. You don't know how a person going to take that. No, but you know what I'm saying? You, should you shouldn't be doing that, that yes. what I'm saying. Yeah. 
you know, if you're a grown person, be honest and yes. upfront mm -hmm. and stop lying to people and doing that because it do comes back to you. The Bible says you reap what mm -hmm. you sow. Mm -hmm. And, and, and um, it's somehow, Pastor Loretta, always watch those ID channel, those shows. <laughs> and it's somehow I picked up <laughs> on that. It's like a lot of those people, when they cheat on their spouse and stuff like that, they wind up getting hurt. Yes. They wind up getting killed yes. or something. Yeah, something bad happens. You ever notice that, y'all? I always notice that. About yeah, something always happens. When you're in a marriage and you're supposed to be in a commitment and you got mm -hmm. married before God, I always notice that when a person steps outside of their marriage, something really bad happens yeah. all the time. Whoever that person was that stepped out the marriage, mm -hmm. that's, that's who it happens to. Yeah. And it be bad. Sometimes a person is killed, murdered. Sometimes, you know, I mean, it's just bad. You know, so we got to be mm. careful when we step out of our marriage and then we, um, especially if we got married before God and we gave um, our vows unto the Lord, you know, and um, call ourselves getting married, you know, mm. and then you decide, oh, I'm going to go ahead and sleep on my sleep, sleep with somebody else or, you know, on my husband or my wife or whatever you're doing, because that person that goes and steps out, mm. God, do not forget that sin that you committed and believe me somewhere down the line, you're going to get it. You're going to get it somewhere down the line, I, you know. So that is to me, that's the scariest thing to me to be to do is to go outside, you know, the marriage and be out there cheating and doing wrong things because you don't know what kind of thing that's going to hit your health. You don't know if you're going to be really badly hurt, mm -hmm. um, injured or killed. You just don't know, mm -hmm. you know, because when you cheat on that per person after you have said your vows before the Lord, you're cheating on God. Yep. You're hurting God when you hurt his child. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and whether you are serving God or not serving God, we are all his children, mm -hmm. you know. So if you're hurting one of his children and you one of his children, too, he's going to spank you. He's going to deal with you for what you're doing. So, yeah, very dangerous. Mm -hmm. And then there's a um, remember number six. Don't let people break your schedule. And remember, you're special. I'm going to say you're special unto the Lord. Mm -hmm. And you're not not you're special to your family too. Mm -hmm. So don't say. And then this other thing, this just came to me too. You gotta watch who you bring home mm -hmm. to your mom and your dad. Back in the day, you 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 just to your family. Yeah, you couldn't just bring anybody home. Mm -hmm. A person had to have some standards, you know, some some get up about themselves before you brought them home. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want to tell young people: if you dating or whatever, and you think to yourself, when I look at this woman or this man. Could I bring these people, this this man or this woman home to see my family? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Back in the day, they didn't play that. You remember you had brothers and cousins and all that. They be waiting. You brought this guy home. They were like, we're going to check him out. Mm -hmm. Or we're going to check her out, make sure she right. Mm -hmm. And then one of them may say about him, say, yeah, she was dating so-and-so. Or or we used to see, we see her in the club all the time. She a loose woman or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. or this man, he, he, mess, he be messing around with all the girls. Mm -hmm. You see? That's why you bring him home. If a man is real or a boy is real mm -hmm. and he really wants you, you bring him and he meets your family and he's respectful. Hey, this is Joe. Hey, I work. I do this. And, you know, my parents live so and so. And I'm a very respectable young man. I never disrespect your daughter, sir. You know, it's how you come to the parents. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Not just you, you know, you playing with some of these young boys and they want to hit and run and, you know, this and all that mess. No, when you you got to say to yourself before you even want to bring this person home, is he worthy of bringing him home to your parents? Yes. You know what I'm saying? And then your parents should be there to ask questions, see what's going on, because you want to date my daughter. 
-hmm. or my son. I need to know what's going on, what you all about, what you up to, who's your family. Because I say, oh, Joe, oh, yeah, I work with Joe, or I know him, you know, or one of my, you know, I see him all the time, seem like he's a hardworking guy or whatever. Mm -hmm. People judge you by your parents. They do. You know, or your family. And I want to know, did you ever, did you ever um, uh, put down, you know, the different types of guys? That no, we I didn't go there, because I, I want to let you do yours, so okay. I don't even want to go there. No, we got to no, do no, that. I don't want to do that. Okay. I don't want to do that tonight. Okay, all right, okay. I want to go to number seven. All right, go to so number seven. So that was number six. All right. Number seven. If you are single, do not lower your standards. Don't lower your standards. Don't lower your standards because you say, you know what, I ain't been with a man in a while. Or this the first guy that asked me out. And like I said, I gave you the seven things. This is seven things that God hate. And then I gave you seven things that I think you should look at before you get involved with somebody. Or if that person have the right potential before you bring him home. Don't bring that person. Don't, don't just bring anybody home to your family. People are crazy nowadays, and you just don't know who you bring at home. Make sure you know this person first. Yeah. And he's worthy you of gotta meeting make sure your family. You know so right. don't lower your standards. If you got high standards, I see a lot of mistakes that women make. They lower their standards and settle. Don't settle because you're saying to yourself, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this person. Then you wake up in the morning, y'all done got drunk, slept together and all that. You turn over. <laughs> drunk, you see. Really? No, listen to what I'm saying. Hold on. I remember, I, I know them days. <laughs> okay. Come on. Some of y'all went out partying, Jesus, got drunk. drunk. <laughs> Hold on. Got drunk, woke up in the morning and say, okay. what I done got myself into. <laughs> okay. You don't want to be that. You don't want to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? You talking about marrying this person. You want to know who you marrying and, and you know, and make sure it's a man or a woman or whatever. <laughs> nowadays, you got to make sure. You don't know who's who nowadays. Come on, somebody. Let's be real. Okay. Let's be real. You don't know, you don't know who you go home with somebody sometime when you get drunk or whatever. Come on, let's be real. Come on. Let's stop acting like you was okay, no, I'm, not, I'm not saying so, that at all. So don't just, lower your standards. It was standards. just a little funny when you said getting drunk. That's kind of threw me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, you you remember, know it does But come happen. on, you remember when women, or uh, some people would say, man, I went out and got drunk, woke up with so-and-so, I ain't even. You know? I heard them. I'm yeah, well, them. I know. I ain't never did that because <laughs> I want to know who I'm waking up to. I just to. think that's crazy to be waking well, up with somebody on. you don't even know who they is. Come on, you turn over. You got some people. Lord, this? Yeah, that's something I've never done. Mm. I can honestly say that. I ain't saying I'm perfect. Uh -huh. Okay, I've had a past because God can't use you if you ain't never done nothing wrong, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, but I've never done that. But I'm just saying that, you know, it does happen, mm -hmm. I guess, oh, in yeah. certain, certain people's marriages or, I mean, you know, relationships mm -hmm. or whatever. So, yeah. So, <laughs> that's my seven, y'all. I didn't give you my seven, you know. And, and then, oh, let me share one thing that God did tell me. I gave you the basic seven. I gave you my seven. But he says this, like in church, I would have a pastor. And the Bible says this, when you preach, preach with uh, simplicity, right? Mm -hmm. And God was telling me to tell you. Stop making a lot uh, more out of his word than what needs to be. Yes. Like I'm saying, he says, if you just stick to the basics mm -hmm. in a relationship, if you really know the basics and, and what you want out of life and what you're looking for in a, in a spouse, mm -hmm. then just keep it plain. Keep it simple. When we, we get in trouble when we try to make it more than what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, we try to add to God's word or we trying to be more than what we are. Mm -hmm. The Bible says something, don't be high-minded. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So just, just keep it, just be real and be truthful with a person. The people, 
if you're a beautiful person, you want to come out, just be yourself. This yeah. person going to love you for you. Yes. If a person is attracted to, you, attracted to you, it's for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if a person loves, you know, it, he's already like, I'm attracted to her. Something like, I like her hair. I like the way she dressed. I like her style or whatever. You know, I like her body. It's, it's a reason why a man, you know, is looking at you. He ain't right. looking at you because he's not attracted to you. He's right. looking at you because there's something about you. Yes. Or he just wants you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Either way. I'm just trying to be real tonight. No, if I'm, you go to a club right. or whatever, you, you see that woman across the room, you ain't looking at her because she ugly. Right. You looking at her because she dressed nice or she shapely the way a man want her. And then you going, you know, you going after her. No. You ain't gonna sit in there and be like, oh my gosh, she tore up. I'm going after her. <laughs> ain't no, I ain't never seen no man say that unless you're just crazy. You right. know, you sleep with anybody. Right. But I never been that type of man. I couldn't just sleep with anybody because you, when you think about your body and you got respect for yourself, you're mm -hmm. not gonna be want to sleep around mm -hmm. or sleep with anybody. Mm -hmm. You know what bothers me? Can I be honest okay, tonight? Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna he say this one thing, and I'm gonna talking the whole time. I've been taking the whole time tonight, y'all. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, I mean, but I'm just saying. She just going, she but, going with me. We didn't know where God was gonna take I'm, us tonight. I'm going with but the I'm blood. just saying. It is what it is. When I see uh, women like prostitutes and stuff like that, mm -hmm. how can you just sleep with anybody? That bothers me. Right. I'm just saying. How can you just go and sleep around with anybody? Somebody you don't even know. Right. You letting this person, that person, and this person, and that person. I don't know. That's just me, I just think that when your mind crosses over to that realm of prostitution, you done lost mm -hmm. your mor morals in the first place. Yeah. Because all you're focusing in on money, that back to, mm -hmm. that's Lord back to mercy. the love of money, which is what we discussed in the beginning. Uh, what we were talking about so that is the root of evil that mm -hmm. that that is evil right there when you're doing it so when a person is out there doing that and they're selling their bodies number one they're not thinking about the morals of what god wants they're not even thinking about their own morals because you're right who would want anybody anybody i'm gonna say this and i'm gonna be <laughs> you know what i mean uh in, you, you know, know in control of their bodies at any point like yeah that. so yeah as a man when i see Okay. Yes. No self-respect. No self-respect. When I work and I see men, they go in the bathroom and don't mm -hmm. wash their hands. Mm -hmm. That's just a simple thing. You go in there, don't even wash your hands after you use the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And then you going out there and you messing with different women. Mm -hmm. If you ain't even taking care of your body, how many men going out there not even taking care of their bodies or whatever? And you talking about sleeping around with you. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then you got there. Come on. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. as a woman... You should you should expect more of yourself. That's yes. what I'm trying to tell you tonight. Yes. Uh, a man or a woman, you know, we getting away from the things of God, what God wanted intended for you, dating, marriage, single, whatever. Mm -hmm. You need to wait. Don't lower your standards. Yes. That's all I'm gonna say tonight. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, prophet. Yes. I'm sorry for well, taking all the time. Oh, there's nothing else to say. It's almost time to go. Hallelujah. Um, so anyway, but what you were saying was right. I want to stay right on your subject. Yeah. Um. That is all good. That mm -hmm. is all correct. The only thing that I wanted to ask on, that was on. just about, you know, you having control of your own spirit. Um, when you are dating or when you are out there looking for a potential, you know, husband or wife, you know, mm -hmm. you are in control of you. Okay. And you let them be in control of themselves. So it, it, you don't have to go doing, you know, what they want you to do or, you know, what a person may be, it might be expecting of you to do. 
-hmm. You know, you're in control of you. You're in control of what you do. You're in control of your mind, your spirit, your intellect. You're in control of all of that, you know. And a lot of us, um, you know, will put the blame on other people on as far as things that make them angry or for things that didn't get done or you know they'll say oh it was because of this that i wasn't able to do that they'll say oh it was because of you that i didn't get this done mm -hmm. or you know you didn't do your part so that that made me not do my part no when when god talks to you and when he sees you and meets you face to face he gonna look at what you did mm -hmm. he's not gonna look at what sister sister so-and-so did or brother so-and-so did he going to say, no, I'm looking at what you did. You was in control of your actions in this situation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you marry, you know, that's a really good thing. When you marry, you're in control of your actions. You're in control of how you treat your wife. You're in control of how you treat your husband. Mm -hmm. you're, in, you're in control how you talk to them, how you receive what they're saying to you. You can either receive it negatively or positively, mm -hmm. but it's up to you, you know, you know, some people allow situations and people, is what I'm saying, situations and people uh, control what, what it is that's happening in their lives. And then they'll sit there and blame them for controlling their lives when it's really their fault for allowing that person or that situation to come in and control your life. You know, no situation we're going through should be in control of what we do daily. Mm -hmm. Nothing should be making us depressed. We shouldn't be allowing nothing to come in our home and make us uncomfortable in our own home. We should not be allowing situations to make us, you know, uh, down about ourselves. You know, we shouldn't let other people tell us things that they don't even know about you. But they're going to try mm -hmm. to speak something into your life that is not right. Don't let those things happen. It's you who controls that. You know, I control my phone. And guess what? I control who I talk to on my phone. Mm -hmm. And if that person is calling me with negative foolishness, they will not get me to pick that phone up because I don't want to hear it. I already know. Mm -hmm. You need to start doing that. Compartmentalize people and situations in your life and stop letting those people and situations dictate your day, dictate mm -hmm. what you do, dictate what's going on, dictate your happiness. You know, some people allow those things to dictate how happy they are. Soon as they hear somebody else's negative news, then bam, they were probably going along having a wonderful day. And here come this person calling with their negative news. And now, now you're on the level of what they're feeling and thinking and all of those things. No, that's their situation. Mm -hmm. You have your own situation. If your situation is happy at that moment, God ain't telling you to jump on a negative bandwagon with them. Mm -hmm. No, you're in control of that. So you can mm -hmm. say, you know what, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to, you know, ask God to come in and help you with this situation or whatever and leave it right there. Yeah. You always say this, Bishop. Mm -hmm. Don't take on every situation. Don't mm -hmm. you you're not supposed to take it all on. That's the same thing as and being in self-control. You yeah. know, having that self-control and being in control of you. Being in control of your world. And just because somebody else's world is turned upside down at the moment does not mean you have to turn your world upside down with them. That's what I'm trying to say to you tonight. Because a lot of people take and they allow, like I said, things that go on within other people's lives. And then other people's situations come in and overtake theirs. Mm -hmm. And just because other people are going through some things, you could be at your job. And just because people are going through things at that job does not dictate that you're going through that at the job. Mm -hmm. The only reason why you, if you're going through anything at that job, then you're putting your, probably yourself on the level of those people of what they're going through. You're involving yourself in a situation you should not be involving yourself in. Mm -hmm. 
You know, just yeah. because everybody around you might be I'll leaving or getting fired or whatever's going on, as long as everything is going good with what you're doing and you're focusing on what you're doing, then you got to let those things happen. That's not your situation. So what I'm saying is don't insert yourself where you shouldn't and don't let people insert themselves in your life where they should not. Yeah. You know, be in control of you mm-hmm. and what you're doing because God says that we are in control. That's what Proverbs 25 and 28 says. He that has no rule over his spirit is like a city that is broken down without walls. Don't fly off the handle, you know, on people who you know you don't need to really fly off the handle on. Mm-hmm. If you didn't let them come in and make you negative and make your world negative, then you yep. wouldn't have to fly off the handle with them. You wouldn't have to get out of character. You wouldn't have to be losing your blessing. Because mm-hmm. some people want to come and start some problems with you yes. or get you into negative foolishness with them. So that your blessings can be delayed, mm-hmm. you know, because you delay your blessings every single time you get into conflict with somebody and it's negative and you haven't resolved it. And there was no peace within it, you know, and so you can't let those things happen. You have mm-hmm. to say, no, I'm not going to let you come in and um, take away my joy. I'm not going to do that. You're not going to take away my blessings. You're not going to step in the midst of me. You're not going to cause no trouble in my home. Mm-hmm. You're not going to cause no trouble at my job. You're not going to cause no trouble in my mind and cause me not to sleep at night because yes. of your foolishness. I'm not dealing with it. And I'm going to leave you to God. I'm going to let God deal with you. And I'm going to go rest and I'm going to finish enjoying my time. So mm-hmm. you are in control of you. Start taking control of your mind. Start making better decisions in your life. Stop blaming people for the decisions or bad decisions you make, good or bad. Don't give it. Give them the glory. You know, give God the glory and then ask God to help you with the bad decisions that you keep making. Yes. So that you can start making good decisions. You know, good decisions on relationships, good decisions on finances, good decisions within your family, good decisions on your job. It's up to you. You can't blame everybody for what's going on in your life. You have to look at your life and look at you and shine the light on you and say, what am I doing that's allowing these things to control me and my situation and what's going on? The only person who should be in control is God. So just work on that. And that's the only thing I really wanted to add to that was Mm self-control. You know, knowing what you want out of life. What do you really want to do? And then whatever it is you really want to do, move towards it. Start moving in that direction. Start working on that thing. You know, don't let everybody else dictate to you what you should be doing. Oh, they think I should be doing this. or Oh, they said I should be doing that. No. What about what God says you should be doing? What about what you feel you should be doing? You know? Yeah, that person might feel like you should be doing this. But do you really care about what they feel? Or are you really, you know, allowing that to control what you should be doing? Yeah. Because some people are in positions and jobs and situations mm-hmm. that they don't really want to be in. Because somebody else told them that's where they're supposed to be. Or that's what they yeah. should be doing. Amen. And so get out of that. Mm-hmm. You're a grown behind person. You know. I don't cuss but I would say you're a grown A person. And so what I'm saying is. Is to get your mind together. And start mm-hmm. doing what it is that God has called you to do. Start doing what it is you want to do out of life. You are in control of that. God says mm-hmm. your spirit is in control. He gave the spirit to you. So in the end. The only spirit that's going to be dealt with is yours. He ain't going to deal with their spirit until they get ready to go. Mm-hmm. So you got to work on that. Yep. Two things. We're closing out. This is what God told me to tell you. Mm-hmm. And it goes like what you just said. Don't let nobody throw you off your schedule. Mm-hmm. And two, build a relationship with your children. 
Yes. Build a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. That's back. Uh, really, that would be number one in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you build a relationship with your daughters or your sons, and they have a uh, what what businesses would say a open door policy mm-hmm. that they freely able to come and talk to you. If somebody did touch them, they can come and tell you. If somebody you know, if they going out and date a young man, they not hiding behind your back because why? Fathers and mothers need to build relationships with your children. If you start off in the beginning and you got a, it, it's proven. If there's a man and a woman in the home. And your children look up to you and you treat your wife with respect and she treating you with love and, and, and y'all um, y'all is really one and y'all working as a unit. That child should be able to come to you and say, Dad, this is how I feel. This young man just disrespected me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming up there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yes. So if my daughter say something to me and 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 I got it open because I love my daughter and I'm I want the best for her. This is what I'm saying. If y'all don't get nothing else out of tonight, men stand up for your children. You know what I'm saying? Let your daughters know that she, she you got her back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No matter what happened or what you do, if you can't handle the situation, I'm here for you. That's mm-hmm. for my sons, my daughter, whoever. As a man of God, as a man of a family. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta stand up for what is right. Mm-hmm. You can't let boys or whoever do what they want to do to your family members. That's all I'm saying tonight. Or in your home, when it comes to your house, you ain't gonna come in my house and tell me what to do and how to run it. I tell you what to do mm-hmm. and what you gonna do in my house and what you not gonna do. Cause why? This is my house, and that's the way God feels. All right. Hold on. Okay. That's the way God feels. <laughs> exactly. You know. The Bible, he put it in place. Yes. And it's up to us to live it and believe it and live by it. All right, I'm done. I hope I didn't go on. All right. Well, we're going to, yes, we wanted to say thank y'all so much for joining us tonight. We're going to pray out, but I also Mm -hmm. wanted to tell you, too, to go to podbean.com and download our podcast for free. Okay, you can, for now, they're for free. Mm-hmm. And so we want you to go there. We want you to share, share, share this video as well. We need you guys to start sharing so that other people can know that we're on live and that they can mm-hmm. come on too. And also too, that they could get, you know, they could get our downloads also for free. So go to podbean.com. We're also on Spotify and iTunes and we're there as The Marriage Cafe. So you'll see um, Bishop and I so there. So, you know, go there and download, 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 send other people there to download. You know, so every week you'll get a new uh, podcast every week. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're going to pray out. We just want to say thank y'all again. So and I hope I didn't take up too much time. Uh, She'll tell me later, y'all. But no, I know. It is. No, you but were good. You were let's good. pray. Mm-hmm. Dear Lord, I'm so thankful. Uh, thank you for my family, my wife, my yes. children, Lord, and my grown children, my grandkids. Yes, thank Lord, you. Lord, I send out a special prayer tonight for the singles, for the married couples, uh, for families. Yes. Lord, in this season, that they love one another and, and most of all, put you first, Father, in their yes. life. And Lord, I thank you and I give you the praise, honor, and the glory tonight, Lord, because without you, we're nothing. So, Lord, we thank you again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 We'll see y'all again on next Sunday at 6 p.m. on time. We love y'all, love y'all, love y'all. Like I said, share, share, and share the video, okay? Love y'all so much. See you on next Sunday at, what, 6 o'clock? 6 o'clock. All right. Love y'all. God bless you. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Let me go up here.